today on CityCast Madison. Every day this week, we're visiting some of the Madison area's hottest tourist attractions and asking the question, as a local, is it worth the hype? Today, we're at House on the Rock near Spring Green, Wisconsin, about an hour west of Madison. And while it's indeed a house on a rock, the house is just one part of a much larger museum-like complex. Dreamed up by architect Alex Jordan Jr. as a forest retreat, it's now home to collections of Americana memorabilia, including rooms full of self-playing musical instruments. I'm here exploring with producers Molly Sense and Dylan Brogan. It's Tuesday, July 11th. I'm Bianca Martin, and it's Tourist Trap Week! Hi, Dylan. Hi, hi, hello. Hi. And hello, Molly. What did you think? Where to even begin with this place? The first thing I have to say is that everything I was told about this place was wrong. I was what? like, what do you mean? Okay. First thing, let's just unpack house on the rock. This thing is not a house. This thing is like <laughs> a circus museum. Okay. I was led to believe it was like this eccentric house, like hoarder house, just filled with some dude's random collections that somehow became a tourist attraction. That was the picture I had in my head from people who had gone before me and told me about this place. That's not entirely wrong, but it is misleading somehow. Okay, but what this place is, is this huge compound, almost looks like a hotel lodge, like in the middle of a pine forest, you know, off the beaten path. You're greeted by these huge, ginormous, larger-than-life metal pots with dragons on them as you Yeah, that was pretty baller. Driving in. That was pretty baller. <laughs> and then <laughs> you the scene. Yes, you enter this compound that is like it is like a circus gone mad, but like also it gave me vibes of it gave me Twin Peaks vibes of like <laughs> 70s sunken living yeah. room, um Italian restaurant, stained glass. <laughs> It reminded me of my grandma's house, which I grew up in for a time. So at first I was like, okay, home. <laughs> Just the very beginning. And it, it was definitely so much bigger than I thought. Yes. Yeah, so this was a this was a house that was built by yet another eccentric Wisconsinite who started out with a house and then turned it into this massive compound complex museum i mean it's just it's like a smithsonian of random carnival objects so this guy's name is alex jordan and this was like a picnic spot for him and then he built this house on the rock and it is a really cool interesting house and then uh i guess the story is he people were like what is with this house we want to check out this house we want to party in this house and eventually he did that and he started charging admission and then he built this these other sections so there's this tribute to nostalgia then and like these streets of yesteryear and then there's this whole part with like these music machines where you have mannequins like playing violin and tuba and all 
and all this stuff. And then there's this other house he built called the Gatehouse and this infinity room. And he all just sorts kept building. Yes, he just kept going and going and going. And a heritage to the sea section where there is just a huge fiberglass whale fighting a squid that's like three stories tall and it's surrounded by model ships and stuff like it's really hard to explain this place because it's weird it truly is there is an evolution because when i first got in i was like this is the 1970s which i love but it doesn't look that different like i honestly i was kind of like underwhelmed at first and then i realized we had barely scratch the surface. I mean, that's the thing you have to wrap your head around. It's like, it's called House on a Rock. And yes, there is a house and it is built on a rock. But actually this thing is like Disneyland. This thing is like a whole compound. It's a whole museum. It is it is many, many rooms. I did not believe it because they tell you like, oh yeah, it should take you three hours. Plan on three hours. Like, not as if you're running through it. And I was like, how does it take that long to go through a house? It is way more than a house. Yeah. It is a whole adventure zone. My favorite part actually is the actual house. And I think that maybe it's because I have been there. I've been there at least six times. So, and you guys hadn't. So I think going You've there the You've been there six time, times? At least. Didn't know that, but you were our tour guide. What? Well, there's no tour guides here. This is the opposite <laughs> of Taliesin experience. It's just like no explanation, no tour guides. It feels like you're on your own in this huge place. But the actual house is like, it, it feels like you're It's uh, you're in a cave and there's these, and like Frank Lloyd Wright, like there's a lot of fireplaces and, and you're right, it gives a very 70s vibe. Um in terms of just like the furniture and stuff. And you can touch everything. Also not like Frank Lloyd Wright's Taliesin. And we were. Yeah. We were touching we were things. touching it all. Shag carpeting, <laughs> yes. velour curtains. It was very dark with this like, you know, mood cool. lighting. Yeah. Yeah. And he did used to have parties in it. It is a really r the coolest party house you could think of. And it's built into the rock, which is dope. Yeah. Okay. The coolest part, though, undeniably is the infinity point thing which i didn't even really? realize it when i was on it which was probably a good thing because i might have run screaming in the other direction had i realized that i was on a tiny little boardwalk that extended like jutted out from the house over this whole compound that was apparently suspended to the rock somehow like you kind of feel like you're swaying on this boardwalk and you're like walking out over nothingness I thought I was just like, oh, this is a bridge to the rest of the house. No, no, no. It is just like a point sticking out into the ether, into eternity. That part was cool, even though I'm afraid of heights. No? That part was cool. No, I I, I agree. It's cool. It was wicked sweet. It juts out 200 feet over a cliff, right? And it is really cool. I mean, you're, you know, it's enclosed and stuff, but that is cool. And that's like right after you get out of the actual house yeah and you don't necessarily know just like as a first time or like i didn't know where i was going i was just like kind of almost gives an airport vibe like i'm walking down the like down a hallway and then all of a sudden you like look down and it's like oh i am very high at the top of the pine forest <laughs> at the point reaching over the rocks lots of hallways he was really into hallways and really into dead ends it must be said mm. yeah you could tell everything like came 
piece by piece by piece, like it all evolved over time. It's like the opposite of the continuous space thing at Taliesin, right? Like there was like very weird uses of space in that place. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, God. Yeah, it was a huge difference. Right. It was kind of like a rabbit warren. Like it just kept going and going yes. underground. A you rabbit like... warren? Yeah. Like you feel or, or like a badger den. Like you feel like you're underground in these like series of rooms connected oh. by by tunnels and hallways. And then. Yes. Yeah. The bowels of the beast. Like yeah. you just like keep burrowing underground. And the carousel. That was my other favorite thing because I freaking love carousels and this one is apparently the biggest one in the world have not fact checked it but that's what the sign said and it was like it has hundreds of animals and not one is a horse i was like cool. yeah what i love that sign it's tw- over twenty thousand lights 182 chandeliers 269 different animals it was premiered in easter 1981 and it supposedly the whole collection is worth four point eight million dollars. Back checking that place would take you <laughs> yeah, about two like... decades. But you couldn't ride it. That was like that was my biggest was low sad. moment. I was like, how do you have this gorgeous, huge carousel with all these mythical beasts and weird creatures on it, and it's huge and it's lit up and it's just going around like on a like a ghosts are riding it because nobody's on it, but it's moving, and you just come yeah. up upon it in this huge room, and there's music playing and it's dark and it's creepy. And it's like, I wonder. And there that are thing. mannequins that are angels in the sky. <laughs> well, and a huge part of this place, too, like with the streets in the yesteryear and all these different sections, are these like coin operated, like music machines where, and they can't, there was a bunch of them, and some of the, and they really varied. We was should, that your favorite part? I'm fascinated by these machines, right? Because it's like you put in a quarter and then all of a sudden these like instruments are all running off like jimmied machines and like their accordions are going back. You guys fell in love with things early on, the house and the infinity room. And then I was excited to hear about the um, carousel. And now we're talking about the music. And my favorite room was the organ room, which is close to the end. And I'm not talking about human body part organs. No way. no way. Yes. That was your favorite part? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Let's just note that the carousel room that we're all like gushing over is very similar to the organ room um, in terms of the red lighting and like the yes. organ room feels like maybe honestly like the end result. <laughs> all of these instruments are playing by themselves, but in, a, in this like very weird, awesome confusing way and all these different rooms and then the organ room is like timburton.com it's like seven layers deep and the chandelier which by the way i've been in love with chandeliers since i was a little kid because i'm very similar to an ostrich i love things that are shiny (laughs) the organ room chandelier is like a crazy uh, christmas ornament that's lit up and red like Notchbill. You know, if you've been in Notchbill, it's got all of these Chinese red lanterns. Yeah. You know that beautiful hip that red light. That is the lights. vibe. That is yeah. the vibe. It's Notchbill vibes big time, except for this room is like, I don't know. It's like spiral staircase after spiral staircase. I mean, I just love music. So it was the culmination to me of all of these smaller music rooms. And there were like all of these organs everywhere. And, um, I was just enchanted. I, I don't know. I, it was very like twisty, topsy turvy. I found happiness there. 
I'm really fascinated by these music machines too, like just as like creations that I think they're really weird and it's really cool how they make all these instruments play by themselves, but there are too many of them and they have varying degrees of because, so I like the house. You're, you've already been there two hours. We've coin operated all these weird machines and then it just keeps going. And at some point you just see a man, like all these mannequins in an orchestra and they're all just like looking weird and pretending to play instruments. And I said it there, it feels like we might've died and this is hell. And this is what we have to endure our entire life. And, and it, the air starts feeling very trapped. It feels very claustrophobic. There's, I don't know what's going on, but it just, I, it's not at good. some point it's too much. Like, and that's what you could tell. He just kept adding. And then there's just like, like he, why did he have so, he collected all these barrels and dolls and suits of armor and lighters and model ships and Fabergé eggs okay so I do like this place and I think if you've never been you kind of have to but I think if you're somebody like me who has been several times now you can just tell that this like the name of a book that was written about this Alex Jordan guy is never ending right like he just kept adding adding (laughs) and and I and I but then it stopped when he stopped you know died or sold it or whatever like it stopped evolving and i think that is the number the negative thing with that place is that it should have kept evolving they should have put new music machines in is this your retirement plan (laughs) it seemed like very organic but it's just too by the end of it you're just like what the hell there's too much of this it seems dirty it's all flim flam like I think it just lacks a staying power if you've never been there. Like it wears off the what? like the cool, the weird trippy vibes in the beginning. After a while, you're just like, okay, I'm ready to not be here anymore. It's almost the inverse of Taliesin, which Taliesin was is like falling to the ground, but its style is like forever. Like it was like classic stylized, and I felt the same way at the end of this one. I was like, what is this heap of junk? <laughs> <laughs> like after yeah, it gets it gets it gets bad at the end. Like they're not even trying anymore. There's just a huge plastic horse that was like, this is not what? an interesting display at all. It was amazing to me how exhausting it was, just like mentally, emotionally, to go through the whole thing because it's so stimulating. So I definitely hit that wall too, where I was just like, okay, I'm done. But I kind of loved it. Because it just feels iconic, classic, like peering into the psyche of America somehow and this eccentric Wisconsin man and his um, bizarre compound of fun and ghosts. And it felt like you're in a David Lynch movie. I mean, it just did. I think I had been there one too many times. I think this is a great place to go if you've never been. I think it's a great place to go with like a a good friend or a partner because it kind of is like an adventure you go on, right? So that's who I'd recommend going with if you've never been there. That's who I had down too, except for potentially on, on cannabis, which is legal here. Or in another state on hallucinogenics, because this place was just insane, and I I think my my very regular brain was trying to make sense of it, and there's no sense to be had. Uh, it was as we were going towards the end too. I thought like kind of the last like rotating, I guess they were carousels when it, there were some weird satanic vibes going on and devils and 
naked women with uh goat's heads and which i which i don't remember seeing so i the satanic ending <laughs> was a nice little pick me up towards the end that I was guess. a nice but thing for you i was a little i didn't need confused. to see the doll houses I, doll houses I, are creepy I'm just gonna Some say of the it. religious yeah. figures were creepy to me. Like I came in, I was like, oh, there's St. Francis. Like I thought something positive going in. And then later I'm like, is this storytelling? Is this pure chaos? It is pure chaos. It's Yeah, it's That's a lot it's of great. religious iconography. Uh, but then at one point I looked up in my favorite room, the organ room. I looked up to the third floor and I saw some like religious figures. And then on the second floor, there, it looked like a religious figure, but it was a cowboy, <laughs> like bent over with his hat. I was just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, they just stick weird things everywhere. Like uh, you're in the heritage of C part, and there's and George Washington mannequin is just like it's on top so of some awesome, shit. guys. It's so awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give it a, a two out of five <gasps> old fashions because I think it lacks <gasps> staying power. And my only caveat is I would bump that up to. Like, you kind of have to see it, no matter what, at least it's once. It's literally but... still there. What do you mean it lasts? They, they should keep evolving. Alex Jordan's legacy is to keep the weird flowing, not to just stop it in this weird place and time so it gets dusty and odd. Oh, you, you want new weird. Got to keep the funk fresh. I think they should keep evolving that place because that's the spirit of it. Well, I've never been, and I give it a three. I give it a three old fashions out of five. <gasps> if I hadn't gone to Taliesin first, maybe I would feel differently, but it was tiring in a certain way. But I would like to like make a film in there, like an absurdist comedy or, you know. <laughs> I can't believe we don't have movies set in this place. It's perfect. There should be. I agree with that. We're... How about you, Molly? What's your rating? Five out of five. What? Really? Yes. Yeah! It was oh, wow. freaking okay. awesome. Well... It's a must see. It is what I love in a tourist trap. I am here to tell you that it is worth the hype. It is all that in a bag of chips. You have to go if you are a local. This is a thing you have to see because it's just so weird. And it's just peering into the brain yeah. of, of a very interesting and eccentric dude. And this is his vision. And he has all these quotes about creativity and like bizarreness and embracing the weird. And I am down for it. And I, if I could tailor my mine, I'm going to keep it at three old fashions, but I will say <clears throat> some of that place was a solid five, was a solid, so magic filled, so, so magic filled. And you absolutely, like, if you haven't seen it before, like, it, it's a must see. And then the walls close in and there are dolls everywhere for a half an hour. It was the perversity. I don't know. Maybe I just have a little bit of a weak, weak stomach. <laughs> but the also the beauty of this place is like you can go at your own pace you can go as fast as slow as you want you can skip the parts that creep you out can you molly there were a lot of creepy faces in there the room of dolls you saw me like i just booked it right <laughs> that's through there. true I you did like, do that no like, thank you smart. no thank you but the sea room the under the sea with the like you know dancing clams mm. and the like the huge freaking moby dick and all of that that was like I could Epic. live here. Yeah, that was cool. That oh was like gosh. being in a museum. Well, we'll be neighbors. I'll go live at Taliesin and you <laughs> the house on the rock. Don't get axe murdered, please. I'm going to live in the house I'm in now. Excellent. Thanks for coming along on our tour of the house on the rock in Spring Green, Wisconsin. And how about you? Have you been? What's your take? 
Is it the dreamiest wonderland of American amusement that you've ever seen? Or was the dreamland more of a nightmare? Did you enjoy the mannequins or were you wholly creeped out? Weird good, weird bad, dusty, magical. We're at Madison at citycast.fm. And here's what else Madison's talking about. A different type of stunning spectacle. The Northern Lights are coming back on Thursday. Did you miss them last time they graced our Madison skies? Well, you may be in luck. There's a solar storm in the forecast for this Thursday night. Best time to see them is between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And if you can, far away from city lights. And if you're a tinkering type, the Badri is accepting new members again. That's the tool sharing makerspace in the old Oscar Mayer factory off Packers Ave. They have tools for wood and metalworking, laser cutters, 3D printers, jewelry making, glassworks, and more. Just sounds like fun. We'll toss a link in our show notes if you'd like to learn more. They're also open every Friday night for public tours. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with the biggest collector in your life. Tomorrow, we're going somewhere cool, literally. Join us as we delve into another subterranean adventure. Come along for the ride. I feel like I gave it too low of a rating, but there were no half ratings. (laughs) Anyhow.